NapaBroadcasting.com, the online radio home of Napa Valley College. Thanks for joining us here at NapaBroadcasting.com. There are three races for the Napa Valley College Board of Trustees that are being contested. In District 4, Kyle Iverson, who himself was elected to the board in a contested race four years ago, is running for re-election. As we've discussed with other candidates, the question underlying some of these races seems to be whether the college will continue its efforts, driven by President Ron Kraft, to enhance student success by being an integrated part of the business, governmental, and social life of the community. Or will it go back to being a disconnected, cloistered institution, as it has slipped into several times in its long history? Kyle Iverson has been a key part of that community outreach effort, and it is my pleasure to welcome Kyle here to Napa Broadcasting. Kyle, thanks so much for coming in. Jeff, thank you for having me. I'm I'm uh, really excited about this race. I'm actually campaigning harder than I did four years ago because I feel like there's a lot more outreach with the community go that back, needs to be had. Go back four years and, and talk about getting into the race four years ago and a little bit about why you did that. What was it that inspired you to get involved with the college back then? Four years ago, when I decided to run for the college board, I was at a point in my life where I was looking for something new. I had been a community college student myself. It really turned my life around when I graduated from Napa High in 2000, and I went up to Tahoe and did all my lower division coursework up there. But the relationships that I had with my professors, being able to have good office hours and talk to them, and just what I got out of the whole smaller campus community life is what inspired me to come back and run for this board in Napa. Talk a little bit about what you thought life would be like on the board and really what the responsibilities would be then, what you imagined it to be, versus the reality of what being a board trustee is really all about. Well, the, the first thing that I learned right out of the gate is that as a trustee, you have to have the support of a majority on the board. If you want to see some of your visions or goals come into fruition, you have to be able to, to work with other individuals. And that was something that I didn't put as much stress on in the beginning. I thought that I would be able to come in and push forward with some of the things that I thought needed to be done. But I had to spend time learning about working with other trustees that have different opinions, different value systems, different life experiences, and and uh, that was a big big learning learning curve in the beginning, the first year. Um, also, just working in a parameter. I mean, you're limited in so much on what you can actually do as a trustee. I mean. Having worked in the private sector, when you see issues, you're able to just come in and fix them. In a public institution, it's not always that easy. It takes a lot more time and energy and getting everybody down to the table. The, also, the reality of shared governance within the institution makes things even more complicated. Exactly. Having the different uh, you know, classified, you have your academic senate, you have faculty, you have basically a whole separation of powers almost you know it's it's much like government in general I mean you can't just move forward as a board if you don't have the support of your classified or your faculty so coming in with a really good idea doesn't necessarily mean that that idea is going to be a good idea from all the other 
parties represented. And talk about the areas in which the board has responsibility, the areas where it's possible to have good ideas to try and create consensus. What are those areas that at least for you that, that you want to that you have worked in and want to continue working in? So one of those areas for me was bringing the community to the college. The college serves, you know, students that are wanting to come in and transfer or take career tech or vocational programs. But other than that, how do you reach the community? So for me, it was looking at the Performing Arts Center. It was looking at the possibility of bringing in a sports facility and having the community come to the campus that normally wouldn't be here. So that was, you know, the the Napa Silverados coming to the college was a big thing that I worked really hard on sitting down with different community leaders and getting the buy-in and support to having the Silverados come to the college. And I was actually surprised that we had opposition on the board on that idea. I thought it was a really Nobody good could be opposed to baseball. <laughs> You'd be surprised, Jeff, at some of the things that have been opposed on this board by individuals. So I'm surprised every board meeting sometimes. Well, I am surprised every board meeting. Talk about the way that, that student success underlies all of this and really needs to be a part of any of these discussions? Student success is the priority. At the end of the day, it's about the students and the community. So if we can build a better campus life experience for the students, if we can get the students to to stay on campus more, you know, that's why we're looking at housing, student housing. If that's something that's a good good idea for the college, I will support it. But having students that don't just come take their classes and leave. So if we have more of a, a campus life, I think that that's going to be better for building community or student success. Talk a little bit about your feelings about housing. There's been talk about student housing, student and faculty housing, um, the college doing it versus it being a public-private partnership. Talk a little bit about that. I've also heard workforce housing. So there are a lot of interest in the land that we have out here. I mean, this is some of the most prized real estate at this point and what we have in terms of developable space. So affordable student housing, I think, is a good first phase if it makes sense. But finding out what exactly is affordable for the students is the big issue. I mean, this isn't the first time that the college has explored housing. Uh, it was discussed with prior boards as well. So the public-private partnership, I think, is something that is very important. So for me, I'm supportive of looking at these ideas and ferreting them out because I don't necessarily want to see another general obligation bond. I, I think if we can do do some of these big projects through these partnerships, that's something that we need to look at. You were to talk about your views on the decision that was made to take the bond off of the ballot or not put it on the ballot in this election cycle. I had um, my reservations coming into you know, the, the board meetings, we were going through the discussions on the bond. And I was happy to see that the president and his staff made the decision not to pursue a bond after looking at the climate. It was going to be an uphill battle. I think it was close four years ago. I actually ran opposed to the bond four years ago. But once I got on to the campus and I saw what exactly is needed here, I felt bad that I had not supported it. Because there are a lot of things that need to be done out here. And now I look back four years and I think there's a lot more opportunity to utilize our assets now. 
expand on that a little bit in terms of utilizing the assets? Well, for one, there's this um, discussion about the possibility of a partnership with the wine train, which would benefit our welding program greatly. The wine train could come out and build what I would describe as a commissary or like their depot that's over on Soskal, and they would relocate because they have the tracks behind the college. And, you know, those are some very intuitive, bright individuals that are looking very forward into the future with the wine train and what can be done. And if there's a way of tying that vision in with education, I think that goes right to the underlying discussion of student success. I mean, welding, most of our graduates out of the welding program have jobs right out of the gate, and that's huge. So if we have a synergy with the wine train and they're able to do internships or career tech programs, that's a no-brainer for me. There's also been talk about tying in the culinary program to that as well. Again, which is a great idea because our culinary program here really competes with CIA, but it only competes on price. Um, Now at the Copia Center Open, that's even more competition for our college culinary program. But if we can look at a partnership with the wine train through culinary, I don't see why that wouldn't be an idea that would be uh, heavily explored by the board. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that one of your goals when you first got on the board was this whole idea of community outreach. Talk a little bit about the things that you've done in that regard and the successes that you think you've had. I think I've had tremendous success. Community outreach to me is being able to go into the community and meet with your constituents, not just in your district, but also other elected officials. And I think the college in the last four years has become a center for some really good, robust discussions and endless possibilities of what we're going to do and how we're going to fit in with the city master plan, the county master plan. Like, what is the vision for Napa in the next 30, 40 years? And how does the college fit in? And I think now we're a part of that conversation, whereas four years ago, I don't think we were. Mm -hmm. I think I felt we were disconnected with the community. So community outreach, to go back to your original question, sorry, I got off on a tangent there, but it's, it's going out and talking to people and having those discussions that most people I don't feel like do. I mean, this trustee position has become a full-time job for me almost. I mean, that's how invested I am into the college and student success and community outreach. Mm-hmm. So, What do you think that the college and the city could do more of? I think the city and the college could do more in partnering up. We have shared property with Kennedy Park right next to us. And I think there's a lot of potential in partnering up with the multi-use sporting facility. I think that's another idea that we haven't really talked about yet in here. But, you know, Kennedy Park being next door is how do we get people that are at Kennedy Park to the college too? So I know in the past we had had like a almost a trifecta of shared use with our sporting facilities. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that we could look at. That's another possibility. Um, also, when we look at the possibility of connecting Gasser and Streblo or doing a pedestrian bypass over, you know, on the Imola side, I mean, those are all going to be conversations with the city. Mm-hmm. So I think... That's an important area that any trustee is going to have to be looking at in the future. Why do you think in the past there's been reluctance in some cases, or failure, I guess, to really make that connection, to really bring the community and the college closer together? I think it goes back to one of those underlying issues in Napa is, is it going to be a small town or are we going to be a 
big city. Um, I think it's actually a culmination of the two. I think we can be a small town that has tourism. I mean, that is our biggest economic supporter. So tourism and the wine industry. So how do we encompass that into our locals that live here every day? Talk a little bit about what you think the biggest challenge is for the college the biggest, right now. The biggest challenge right now for the college is our campus master plan. Uh, obviously, budget is always going to be a big issue. But what is the vision for the next 30, 40 years? And is it going to be developing these developable spaces? Is it going to be putting a shopping center out on the corner of Imola and the highway on our Greenbelt area? What is the vision? So that's a very important conversation right now that's being had. And that's also a very important as to why the trustees need to be there has to be consensus. There has to be collaboration to look at these projects. Do you think that most of the time there is consensus, there is collaboration on the board now? You've been on it for, you know, almost four years. I think collaboration is not where it should be. I think there is some dysfunction on the board, and I think that's bad for the district. Um, when you have a dysfunctional board or you have a, a rogue trustee, that's going to that message trickles down. When you don't have strength in a board, that affects the district that you're serving. And what effect do you think it's had on student success, on, on students and really the core mission of the college? It's, it's funny you ask that because the last board meeting there was a student sitting out, watch, watch the whole board meeting, and I just, watching her facial expressions on some of the things that had happened on the board were, it was almost embarrassing, but... You know, the audience would have to go back and, and listen to some of the, the conversations in that, that board meeting. But, you know, they get they get pretty pretty interesting. Spirited. Spirited. That's a good <laughs> word. You know, there's some, some, some fiery conversations that have come up. And a lot of it is just, you know, some trustees have their own agendas and they're not going to deviate from those agendas. And I think that is disruptive to student success because personal agendas can be great, but you have to be able to collaborate with your fellow board members. This isn't a White House. It's not <laughs> one person, right? You got to work together. So that's, um, it's important to think about students in every decision that we evaluate or make. So it's going to be an interesting next four years. I feel like the college has some big things in front of it. And I think we have a better relationship with the community, but I think the relationship on the board is disconnected. Mm -hmm. And what have been some of the highlights of being on the board for you? The highlights are the, you know, the Napa Silverado's coming, mm -hmm. the fact that the college really stepped up in the time of need with the fire and having the evacuation center that as bad as that that was being a part of and myself having been evacuated with a newborn and not knowing if I had a home, being able to come to the college and seeing so many of our faculty, our coaches, our staff, you know, working with these people that had lost everything was amazing. I mean, it was, it was such a humbling experience to be a part of it. The night of the fires, I was actually on the phone texting back and forth with my supervisor about where the fire was, where it was coming, and that we needed to open up the college as an evacuation center. So I got on the phone and I alerted the powers that needed to be alerted to 
to get the ball rolling and, and opening up the evacuation center. And it was an amazing process to be a part of, and I hope that's never forgotten. The college played a, played a really big role in that uh, situation. We did, and I think that that goes back to my vision and values that I see for the college and that the college is kind of the hub and spoke of the community. Everything that happens at the community should start here at an educational forum, you know. The college's role isn't taking positions on big controversial political issues. The college's role is being the venue, the forum for those discussions and dialogue to happen. Um, every decision starts with education, and that's the role of the college, mm-hmm. education. And that ties right in with student success, I feel. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the economic sustainability of the college and, and how you see the economics of it at the moment and how the college is doing. We have a balanced budget, which I feel like four years ago it was not as balanced as it was. Right now, there's a lot of possibility But I also think that community colleges are going to be more competitive with one another, especially with the cost of higher education. So we're going to have to be a lot more creative and more aligned with our community to, I think, survive in the future. And I think that's, again, why it's so important to be looking at some of these public-private partnerships. I mean... General obligation bonds are great if you can get the buy-in from the community, but if you don't have the community at the college, it's hard to get the buy-in. So it's it's a constant balancing act between the relationship with the community and the economics. So, you know, we can't be chasing enrollment all the time. We have to look at other avenues of bringing in revenue, and that's where some of these partnerships can help us. And, of course, enrollment has been an issue, as it has been for many places in the Bay Area in particular, in California in general, in the Bay Area in particular, because the population is aging. And that's something that I see the college— We see it happening with NVUSD here. Exactly. So the the expense of living in Napa, the cost of living in Napa, a lot of first-time families can't afford to live here, and that, that's a big issue. So if you have an aging population that doesn't have kids, that's going to impact enrollment both at the unified level and at the college level. So what do we do to fix that? I think we look at, again, what does our community need in terms of workforce? You know, I have been approached numerous times by different businesses and individuals that are interested in a truck driving program. I would have never thought about a truck driving program four years ago, but when I think about it now, it's like our big industry is wine, the wine industry. We have trucks, glassware, all the grapes. There's a lot, there's a shortage of drivers. Uh, trucking companies can't keep drivers right now. So that's a perfect fit for the college. We could do a certificate program. We could do a career tech vocational program. They are at uh, other community colleges. So that's something that, you know, we can, we can look at going straight to the local economy and asking what does our, what do our businesses need? You know, what are the hospitals? What do the hotels need? What do the wine industry, what what employees do they need? So directly serving our local economy is a big thing for me. What's the most fun part of the job for you? The most fun part of the job? That's a, that's a good one. The fun part of the job is coming in and knowing at the end of the day that you're, you're helping the students. You're giving, I'm giving back. I'm providing, you know, a, a, a home away from home that's, it's a safe place. It's a, it's a community. It's a family out here. And that, that's the most fun, is being a part of that. Kyle Iverson, I thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
You're listening to Napa Valley College Now on NapaBroadcasting.com.